Hey, and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I am your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to practice non-attachment. More to come on that in a moment, but first, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. So chances are you've come across the pitfalls of being overly attached to the way things are. I mean, this is a very common early insight in different wisdom traditions, including meditation, but a lot of different contemplative practices, spiritual traditions. One of the things you're often going to hear people talk about is is cultivating non-attachment. And how, given that all experience is impermanent, holding on to it being a particular way can't offer any permanent refuge and is often the thing that perpetuates a certain kind of suffering in life. And only when we can cultivate a mind that is non-attached can we actually achieve a much deeper quality of peace. So a common refrain I often hear from people is, Corey, I know the value of being less attached, attached, but how do I practice non-attachment? How do I practice non-attachment? And my response always is, and it's not always the most popular, but I don't actually believe we can practice non-attachment. So let's look at it very logically, and let's start with something basic. Uh, let's say you you want a piece of cake, really just like want that cake, feeling an attachment to having that cake. Once I get that cake, then I'm going to, I'll be a little bit happier or this moment will be better. So really want the cake. Now, trying really hard to not want it, trying, practicing to be not attached to the cake isn't going to serve you much, nor is pretending that you don't want the cake. You might end up convincing yourself that this is the case, but it doesn't mean that you'll have cultivated a mind that is non-attached and at peace. On some level, you'll still be caught in that cycle of craving. Even if you you're crossed your arms, you've turned away from it, you've walked in the other room, you're watching TV, it's like, I don't want the cake, I don't need the cake, I'm, I'm peaceful, I'm not attached. On some level, you still want that cake, and we know you want that cake. I can say this because I have been there. So, I don't think like practicing non-attachment or trying to be non-attached or pretending that we're not attached is the method to cultivating non-attachment. Instead of that as an approach... What if you practice paying very careful attention to how you feel in the moments after eating the cake or even during eating the cake? The quick high that might come up, the sugar crash that sort of creeps in maybe like 25, 30 minutes afterwards, the bellyache that you kind of notice maybe 15 minutes afterwards from the dairy or the sugar or the gluten and all that good stuff. Or just very simply, the unsatisfactoriness 
that can come from taste coming and going so quickly and no real permanent joy. You know that feeling of just like, oh, I can't wait to have that. And then you have it and then it's quickly gone. Right? What if we paid attention to all of those things on a much more subtle level, really tuned into the details of, of that the small... Um, uh, subtle experiences of distress, discomfort, and even though this might be a, a strong word, but the little bit of suffering that can come from the cake, even though this is the thing that you think is going to bring you that joy, if you really start to pay attention, you can notice some of the ways that that's actually creating some distress, some suffering. Now, this approach is very different than trying to convince yourself that you don't want something you think you really want. That's just like trying to mask something or putting perfume on a pig, as they say. No offense, pig. The underlying thing hasn't been addressed. But when you pay careful attention to the thing that you're attached to and you start to notice all of the different ways that it's actually leading to some form of suffering, well, then the mind organically starts to let go. You don't have to force it to. You don't have to pretend to. It just happens organically. And this is, this is how wisdom works as a freeing factor of mind. And it's why meditation often leads to non-attachment. It's because we're paying attention to experience on very subtle levels. And we're seeing very clearly that attaching to experience actually causes discomfort. We're not trying to not be attached. We're not pretending to not be attached. All we do is just pay very careful attention to our moment-to-moment experience, whether it's the breath, the thoughts, positive experiences, pleasurable experiences. And, and by tuning into what is it like to be attached, even forget the sugar crash and forget the negative things that can come with experience. Let's just take a really positive experience that maybe doesn't have much negatives associated with it. Just notice what it's like to grip onto that, to, to want to keep it here, to, to be anticipating it, but then like have this neurotic relationship of what happens if it leaves. How does that feel? Pay very careful attention to it. Get close to that. Don't turn away. Really tune in. What is it like to be attached in that way? The closer you look, the more careful you'll, you pay attention, the more you will see the inherent suffering that comes from attachment. And that is the key point here. True attachment only comes from the mind's deep understanding that staying attached is causing more suffering. Only then will it release its grip and it will happen organically. So as you navigate your day and beyond, instead of trying to be balanced with things, instead of trying to not be attached, let all of that go. It's just, it's not going to work. You can't pretend your way to enlightenment. You can't put a mask of enlightenment on or a mask of non-attachment. It just doesn't work that way. This stuff comes from wisdom. And the way we cultivate wisdom is by paying careful attention to our experience. So bring that attention to your experience. Start to notice the ways that attachment might be be creating suffering. And let that deeper understanding be the thing that frees you. As always, thank you so much for your practice. I will talk to you soon. Until next time, have a day and take care.
Hey, before you go, a couple of quick announcements in the after party. First, do you have a friend or family member or someone that you know that you think might benefit from this episode or at least find it interesting? Feel free to send it along to them. It's one of the easiest ways and the best ways for us to continue to grow this message of practicing human and to spread the good word. Secondly, if you are new to this podcast or you've been listening for a while but you haven't yet gotten the free resources, just a reminder that we have lots of goodies that can be used as a supplement to the work we're doing here. These include guided meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations, even sleep meditations. And you could get all of those. Just text your email address to plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight, and you'll get an automated email to your inbox. And hmm, I think that's all for now. No more announcements in the after party. Truly, I do hope you have a good day. I'm wishing you well. And until we talk again, take care.